0: what's up guys good morning or we afternoon are... or evening whenever depending you on you're yeah. listening we're recording good. in the morning yeah it's morning here
1: not only we're we recording on the morning but we're we're recording on the official start of uh fish fry season oh yeah. <laughs> which is right big time of year for me big fan um but anyway we're back somewhat relatively consistent <laughs> I think we are uh, this is a week after we recorded the last one and it'll probably get posted about ten days after the last one. Yeah, so we're kind of rolling. I mean, good good views, good listens on the last episode. So yeah, you know we haven't lost our fastball. You yeah. know we last episode. If you haven't, make sure you go back and listen. It's a good one. It's a it's a throwback. It's it's yeah. a it's much like. The classic episodes of yesteryear. Which is not, I don't think I've ever said that. That comes out nice though. Yesteryear. <laughs> don't sleep on using yesteryear you have it. That's for, don't, don't sleep on it. Uh, but anyway, just a quality um, episode packed with helpful information as well as. Uh, fun times. Yeah. Fun times, helpful info. What else could you want from a free podcast? So if you haven't go back and listen to it, good to see people are still listening. You know, even though we haven't been as consistent good to see people, haven't given up on us, you know, <laughs> haven't given a good up thing. on us. So check that one out. We talked all about progress, um, and what not to do, uh, in order to make progress or to gauge your progress accurately or whatever it might be. So go back and listen to that. Uh we also talked about, you know, a little four day <laughs> darkness retreat. Darkness retreat. A lot of no's. A lot of no's. Put the polls up in all the members group. A lot of no's. A couple people maybe fooling themselves into saying yes, but probably couldn't. Um but a lot of no's. I was kinda of a little surprised. I thought I thought maybe a little more a little more mental toughness. Out of our, yeah,
0: I uh, I switched my I switched my answer. Uh from, either way. From the podcast to the poll. I, I thought more on it. And uh, I, th- I think I could get through. I think I could get it. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to last week's yeah. episode. Go check it out. Uh, what else is new, dude? Uh, man, meat season's coming to an end soon. <laughs> it's we're get, we're getting real close to uh, our meat season dwindling away. Uh February twenty eighth is uh the day to cap That's it off. End. And then uh March first. So it's yeah. been a run. It's 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 been a good I, I mean, mean well, mine mine kicked off right after
1: the old uh ultra marathon attempt there, which was the first weekend of October.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine so, so I think I, I got
1: sick in there or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean October, November, December, January, February, say mine good, good five, five and a half, four and a half, five month run here of yeah. uh Trying to get some muscle back, trying to get some strength back. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm torn. <laughs> you know, as much just like as my back almost is, just like my back's almost <laughs> torn. Uh, left, no left back struggling, <laughs> uh, struggle. But yeah, uh, anyway, a little, little torn. I've been enjoying the, you know, the heavy lifting's not going to go anywhere. Going to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You know, I've I've enjoyed eating like a total slob. To be honest That's, with you. Yeah. Um I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed uh the the weights going up, also the body weight going up. Some good, some bad. But it's I'm sacrifices. also you know, I'm also a little excited to get a little bit of this blowed off. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know, yeah. Feeling a little feeling a little marshmallowy and uh a little winded at times. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be nice to not have to hold the breath, put the shoes on, you know? <laughs> It'll be good to good to be able to function a little bit. So meat season's ending. Yeah. Time to trim the fat. And time to get ready for golf season. Time to get ready for golf Golf season, season is, is, dare I say, here. I mean, I've already been going, but, so. You know, golf season is here. It hit the range the other day. We got big top golf lined up this weekend. I oh, mean yeah. Golf season is upon us, and... You know we we snuck a few members out there to Bird's foot last year to yeah. golf with us and and we're gonna do that again this year. so if you're if you're a golfer, let us know you know let us know we don't we don't always know that people people are golfers, so let us know we'll get you out there, but we're excited about it and oh yeah, hopefully you're excited about today's episode because we are going to before we talk about that
0: <laughs>
1: just wrapped up this month's nutrition groups.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So hopefully you attended those and uh, to get some helpful information. If you haven't or didn't, we got those coming every month um, with a different topic, as well as uh, I believe some time to just kind of discuss and chat and Q and A and whatever it might be. So yep. uh, make sure you're getting in on those. That's that's an added uh, added value to the um, membership. It's free free for members. So. Nutrition is the hardest part, staying on track with it's the hardest part, so that's why we take the time, um, sometimes adjusting our training schedule or whatever it might be, to fit those in and prioritize those uh, as a free thing, so make sure you take advantage. With that being said, today, Mm. we're going to follow up on last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, Again, last week, we talked about progress, what progress looks like, how to gauge progress beyond just weight on the scale, how it's not linear, how it's not linear, how it takes a while, how it, um, some common mistakes you can make with either measuring progress or just not making it. So today, hopefully that was eye opening. Hopefully, hopefully you're not doing any of those things and you're like, got it. That was a good reminder. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are doing some of those things and it was good information, um, to kind of, Talk you off the ledge a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know, if, if you haven't been making progress. So if you haven't, we're going to follow that up with today on what you can do to make some progress. You know, obviously coming up on the end of February here, two months into the year. Should be making some progress. Yeah, you know, eight, the... eight weeks is a good chunk of time. That it is. Uh, to, to be making some progress. So if you aren't or haven't made any progress so far this year, we're going to talk about some things you can do to start making progress. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by... Project one live from the Project One studios. Also like to give a shout out to another unofficial sponsor, Shevelin Kemp. If you're on the video version, I am uh high blessed. and tight today. Fresh, high and tight coming off the haircut beard trim combo down Shevelin oh, Kemp. Cool. Uh so shout out to uh shout out to Brendan as always for as keep, always for keeping the boys somewhat uh somewhat respectable around here. He is yeah. real. He, yeah, he's a real he's a real person. It's a real unofficial sponsor. <laughs> And yeah, he's a real business to go support him. It's like, you know, it's like at the end of, you know, those morning talk shows or whatever, where it's like hair and makeup provided by. Mm-hmm. And then they got like the company that yeah, sells, yeah, yeah, You know, it's it's a project to try to get the boys looking good. And uh, <laughs> Brennan Brandon has an uphill battle and he's doing his best. Yeah, so he's trying. He's trying. Shout out to him
0: on that. But uh, let's dive in, man. Get us started. Yeah. So obviously last week we talked progress and how it's not linear. And, you know, being eight weeks into the year, if we're doing everything we need to be doing, like we should be seeing some sense of progress by this point. Um, but there's a couple things that, uh, you know, might be kind of holding us back and, and reasons why we might not be making progress. Uh, so I want to kind of jump onto those first. There's probably a whole list of them, but I'm just going to go off of what I can kind of think about um, off the top of my head. So when we're trying to gauge out progress and so forth, obviously we want to look at everything that we talked about last week and, 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 go through that process of things. If we're not, if we do that and then we're not seeing progress still, now we need to kind of start like reevaluating different things. So we need to be looking at what our workouts look like. You know, are we challenging ourselves and, you know, using enough intensity? Are we overtraining and, and working out too much and not recovering enough? Are we getting enough sleep? Are we eating enough food? Are we, you know, following actual structure or just winging it, Uh, you know, a lot of different things that we have to kind of sit down and, and, and reevaluate. I think ideally for the people that we work with, you know, a lot of these are probably happening, but I would say the most common ones are most likely going to be not enough intensity and then working out too much to our recovery. Like those two things to me, I think are what I see the most. Um, you know, people who come in and grab the same weight and do the same exercise, the same amount of reps, the same amount of sets, the same number of times a week all the time, you know, and that's that, you know, kind of lack of intensity sort of thing. Um, you know, we, we've talked about it a thousand times, you know, our bodies are aimed to be the most efficient thing possible. So it's going to adapt to what we do. And if we never change that, then, we're not going to see that much change eventually. Uh, you know, our, our return on investment there is going to is going to drop down. Then the other side, the flip side is the people that, you know, just do too much in general, whether it be uh, because you love fitness and, and you love working out. And so you come in and you do it all the time because you don't know what else to do. Um, or you think that doing more is going to get you there faster and so forth, which is what typically happens a lot with, you know who we work with, um, you know, this idea that more is better, more is faster, more is, you know, great. Um, it's, it's not true. Uh, you know, our recovery is, is almost as important. It probably is more important than the actual working out itself. Um, so making sure that we're, we're appropriately, um, you know, doing what we need to be doing in terms of that stuff, getting enough recovery to our rest, um, in terms of, you know, what our week is structured like and things like that. Um, To me, those are probably the two main ones that I would see. Uh, I don't know if you have any others that you would kind of classify as like progress halters.
1: So let's break it down a little bit more. Um, And before we do that, let's take a step back. So before we, if we're not making progress, before we worry about changing anything, uh, we need to make sure we're actually doing what we think we're doing in, in our mind. So like first and foremost, you can change whatever you want. If you're not doing it consistently, it's not going to matter. So yeah. first and foremost, if you're not making progress, have you been consistent with your nutrition, consistent with your working out? More often than not, the answer is no, because if you were consistent with your working out and your nutrition, unless there's some type of, um, you know, medical issue going on, you're going to make progress if you're doing that. So first and foremost, take an actual stock of, am I being consistent? Am I being compliant with the nutrition side of things? And we've talked about this on previous episodes as well, where, a lot of times we overestimate the good, we underestimate the bad. So we're just like Tyler said, we're just kind of winging it on the nutrition side. We think we're eating, you know, healthier than we are. We think we're eating less calories than we are. Or we think we're mm-hmm. eating more protein or less carbs and less fats than we actually are because we're not measuring it. We're not, you know, following any type of structure with that. We're just kind of winging it. So, First and foremost, if you're not making progress, let's make sure we're consistently and a lot of times people think they're working out more consistently than they are. It might be, Mm. uh, I went six days last week, but then I didn't go at all the week before because I was sick or something happened. So like Mm -hmm. over the last six to eight weeks, how often have you worked out each week? Has that been consistently, you know, three or more times? And then on the nutrition side of things, are we tracking anything? Are we weighing anything? Do we have any idea how many calories we're eating on a daily basis? Do we have any idea how many grams of protein we're eating on a daily basis? That would be the first place to start. Yeah. Because if you don't know what you're actually doing, then what do you like? How do you know what to change if you don't even know what you're doing to begin with? So are you on track? Are you consistent? Are you accurate with? what you're eating in terms of what you think you're eating versus what you're actually eating. All of that stuff is going to be number one. Without that, you can, you can change anything else. It's not going to matter. So once we, if we can, once we can answer yes to those questions, like, yes, I've been consistently working out. Yes. I've been following my nutrition. Yes. I'm eating what I should be eating to make progress. And then once it's been more than like, a week or two of not making progress. Cause a lot of times people one week, they don't lose any weight or something. And then they're like, ah, it's not working, you know, and then they just abandon ship or they start making all these changes. when really they just need to keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, so once, you know, it's yes to all those questions, once it's been, you know, at at least a month really of not making any progress, then that's when we want to start digging in on, on some changes we can make, uh and if we're on the workout side, you know, Tyler was already alluding to some of these things. Really the main stuff you can you can change is like the frequency, how often, yeah. the intensity, like how hard are you working, how heavy of a load are you lifting, um, heart rate wise, you know, what percentage are we working at? And then the volume, which is almost kind of a function of both of those, but volume would just kind of be total reps times total sets. Um technically times weight, but really total Mm -hmm. sets and reps for the entire week. Yeah. So those are kind of the three things you can, you can really manipulate. And that's what Tyler was alluding to earlier with the intensity. And then how much you're doing is kind of a combination. Whenever we just talk about how much are you doing? Are you, are you doing too much? Are you able to recover? That's kind of frequency and volume kind of wrapped into one. So Mm -hmm. if you break it down a little bit further, then that becomes, you know, volume is one thing. Intensity is is another. Frequency is another. So if you're doing a lot of volume, in a so the doing too much could be is usually going to be doing a lot of volume. So a lot of sets and a lot of reps in a singular workout, but then also high frequency where you're doing that a bunch of days too. So yeah. if you're doing you know one or the other, it's not going to be too much. If you're doing a lot of volume in a workout, but you're only working out three times a week there's enough time for recovery. If you're working out five, six, seven days a week, but you're not doing a lot of volume in each workout, it's a shorter, you know, workout, couple exercises, couple sets each, then that's not doing too much either. So it's whenever you start doing everything, every workout, every day type of thing is when we're starting to
0: do too much. And I would probably throw in that fitness level plays a role in that because like somebody who's brand new into the gym or hasn't been doing anything for the last 10 years, like, your intensity level and your, you know, level of volume that your body can withstand is going to be dramatically different than somebody who's been working out for the last 10 years. Um, you know, worked with people where like 15, 20 minutes activity has them completely winded and tired to, you know, other people who can go for two hours and still want to do more. Like those are two dramatically different people and they're just, it's simply just because they're in different fitness levels and you have to kind of cater to where you are in terms of things. So keep that in mind that like, depending on where you're at in your health and fitness journey, like that, it's going to dictate some of this stuff as well. Um, whenever you go through the one thing that I was thinking about as, as we were kind of talking, it reminds me of, um, the lovely triangle that we went over with all the trainers the other week, uh, with the the strength, nutrition, and conditioning uh, type of thing, and how no matter what, strength is always kind of that's a standalone. It's it's essentially I would consider a non-negotiable um, where it always has to be there. But the things that can vary and and you know dictate change uh, amongst either how our body looks or how our performance looks or or things like that is that conditioning and nutrition standpoint. I actually went over that with everybody who came to the Cheswick Nutrition Group uh, to try to help kind of facilitate uh, a better understanding of eating to fuel your body and how like that kind of plays into, um, you know, what people do. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what, when you were talking there, that's, that's what I was kind of thinking of. So it's it's definitely something that we might be able to, um, and maybe I can make a little, little thing that we can do a screen recording on and, uh, show at some point. Yeah. So how
1: you can kind of then change those things, um, again, once you're consistent, once you're doing what you need to do on the, on the nutrition side of things, if you are and, and like Tyler said, you with that adaptation is where over time you can add more volume and and be able to recover from it. A lot of times, what happens, you know, back in the back in the magazine days oh. or now in the you know social media days, is people that are new to working out or coming back off a of a long layoff from working out find a program or see a workout of somebody that's like a pro. And then they just hop right into that, and it's yeah. like eight exercises, four or five sets of each, eight to twelve reps each, and they're just like, "bump, bump yeah. you know, banging all this volume out that they don't need. So, start slow, and then obviously increase that over time, and then you can handle more frequency, more volume for your fitness level. You know, yeah, like Tyler was saying so.
0: Uh, I'm bringing it up because I was just listening to it this morning. There, uh, there was a study that that these dudes were talking about where it says the the recommended amount of sets per volume or sets for volume um per like muscle group per week for adaptation and growth is anywhere from like 8 to 20 sets and that's like a very pretty like drastically different range um you know so beginner people you know 8 sets a week per muscle group kind of suffices quite efficiently you know that could be four workouts of two sets each that could be two workouts of four sets each you know, to more advanced people running 16 sets, you know, where it's four workouts of four sets each or, you know, something along those lines. Like it's, you have to vary out the different things based off those different levels. But like, that's kind of a, that's looking at total, you know, weekly volume of sets per exercise or per muscle group, you know, so if we're bench pressing or something like that, or working chest, you know, one day, we're going to do four sets of a bench press. And then, uh, you know, a day or two later, we're going to do four sets of an incline dumbbell bench press. And then, you know, a day and a half, two days later, we're going to go through and we're going to do four sets of a cable fly, you know, and now we have 12 sets for our chest, uh, that we're working through. And then from there, maybe that's considered our normal. So if we want change, if we want adaptation, then we're either going to look at adjusting our weight, uh, to the volume, you know, for everything or adding more volume and frequency at that point. Uh, yeah, it's good. Can you grab the, uh, starting strength book up there? So
1: there's what's called, um, Philippin's chart. It's the one with the red, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you flip early in there there's uh, um, probably some some charts and there's uh, oh, yeah it's you. called Pilipin's chart so it's a it's a long-standing reference that uh the strength community uses for total total volume in terms of sets reps, whatever it might be per week and it's a um it's a rather wide, range for all these things in terms of the number of sets times the number of reps to um you know cause this type of change so uh that's kind of what Tyler was talking about. So what we can do while he's finding that yeah. is um again so how do you go about changing these things? So whenever we what we don't want to do and well yeah so uh what we don't want to do is
0: if it's actually gonna show properly or not.
1: And eh, maybe we can like be. Know, can we can we edit that to get in there so what you can see uh what you can see there is it shows you optimal ranges um for sets reps based on based on different percentages so um you can you can bring yeah. that back you can bring that back down here so we'll uh, we'll, we'll put it up what <laughs> it shows you and and this is again mainly for building strength is and we talked about this last week with people testing their strength, yeah, not yeah, training yeah, yeah. their strength. And that's where this chart really comes in because testing your strength means you're working with 100% of what you can handle. You're you're going to 100% or beyond because you're failing the rep. Mm-hmm. You're going to 100% or beyond. That's testing your strength. The ways to train your strength and build your strength Would be working with sub maximal weights. So, sub maximal is going to be anything less than your max. So, if you can bench press 300 pounds for one rep, that's your max. To train your strength, you want to work with sub maximal weights, so less than that. And then, what this chart does is it shows you, depending on how much less from your max you're working with, the ideal amount of reps and sets. And what that total volume is. And with these percentages, some of these total volume ranges are between 18 and 30, <laughs> between 10 and 20, between yeah. 12 and 24. All so over. that's a huge range. And a lot of that depends on the other factors, the frequency, your fitness level, the you know, the intensity yeah, of it, all, all that of what kind you're of stuff. doing and what you're trying to improve. So um there's no magic, and I guess it's kind of what we're getting at. There's a there's a wide range of optimal volumes and stuff like that so there's not like yeah do 10 sets of 10 exercises each week and you'll be good to go there's there's a big range and it's very individualized but so what we don't want to do and this is uh a lot of times what happens when somebody first joins a gym that we've talked about in the past is if we're looking at frequency we're looking at intensity and we're looking at volume a lot of times if you it's like uh it's like those little levers on like a DJ thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody just crank them all up to the max. All the way. People, people want to go high intensity. They want to do it every day, so they want high frequency. They want to do every exercise, every machine, every set, so they're doing high volume. And if you do high volume, high intensity with high frequency, you're going to hit a wall real quick. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to probably get hurt. You're, that's when those little nagging things start to happen because we're yeah. not able to properly recover. Um, that's when you get mentally burned out. That's when you get physically burned out. You're just tired. You're not getting the same pump. You're not getting the same. You're not moving the same weights because mm-hmm. you're not getting stronger. You're actually kind of detraining yourself at that point. So yeah, we don't want to just max them all out. And obviously, if we go to the other extreme, if we're doing low intensity at a low frequency and low volume hmm. well, ain't gonna do anything I Ain't going nowhere that ain't gonna work either so um, as always we want to be somewhere in the middle and you can individually manipulate this i would say, I
0: I say that's almost like a you know think of like a, a a spectrum like i the ideal place is in the middle but then you're going to float you know kind of one way to the other depending on
1: yeah and, and because we don't want to max out all three if one goes up usually something else has to come down a little bit so like if we're gonna if we're gonna let's say you've been working out you're you're, you've done what we talked about earlier you've been consistent you've, you've been accurate with what you're doing compared to what you think you're doing and you're like i need to switch something up here so you just take a look at what you've been doing so how frequently have you been working out how intensely have you been working out how much volume have you been doing per workout have you have your workouts been 20 to 30 minutes? Have your workouts been an hour? Have they been two hours? What have you been doing? Mm -hmm. So once you take inventory of what you've been doing, and just for the sake of example, you know, let's just say we've been kind of in the middle with all three, you know, our frequency, maybe we've been coming four days a week and our intensity has been decent. Like we're not not going all out, but we're not slacking it either. Mm -hmm. And then our volume has been all right. Like we've been doing 40, 45 minute workouts or something. So we're we're kind of in the middle of all three, just for example, what you could then decide to do, if you want to shake things up or you want to make a change, or you want to try to initiate some progress is you could say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to increase my frequency, right? So I'm going to come, I've been coming four days. Now I'm going to come six days. All right. But then what we want to do, if we're going to increase that is, is one of the other two probably needs to come down a little bit. So Mm -hmm. we either need to work at a little bit lower intensity during those workouts, or probably what would make more sense is just do a little bit less volume in Mm -hmm. each workout. So maybe a couple less exercises or, or a couple less sets per exercise, but now we're doing it six days a week instead of four days a week. So our total kind of work that we're doing in the course of a week is still going to go up a little bit. Yeah. Um. We're just going to go about it a little bit differently. So that that's one way you could go about it. Increase your frequency. Sometimes a problem that can be created with frequency that we've talked about a lot in the past is once it gets hard to maintain that frequency, people start to feel like they're failing. Yep. So if if they make a plan of, hey, I'm going to come six or seven days a week and then work picks up or something with the kids picks up or they get sick or they travel, whatever, something comes up and they can't come those six days a week, they kind of feel like they're failing. But that's kind of a whole separate topic.
0: I would also argue that frequency can go one of two ways. It could be adding more days into the week uh, that you're working out, or it could be taking the same amount of days that you're working out and changing how your workout is structured. Um, Like if you're working out four days a week and let's say you're doing an upper, lower, upper, lower type of workout split, you're doing upper body twice, you're doing lower body twice. You could turn around and increase frequency by simply taking three of the four days or all four days to a full body workout standpoint. And now you're working upper body four days a week, lower body four days a week. Some change, same changes are happening, Um, you know, no matter what we still if one lever is going up, we got to bring some of the others down. So intensity might be coming down and or the amount of volume might be coming down. But again, the frequency is still increasing. So it's, you always have the ability to make one of these adjustments, whether it's adding more days or just kind of restructuring how your current days are being like set up in terms of things.
1: Boom. So that's uh frequency. Obviously we could decide, all right, four days works best for my schedule. So I'm going to keep frequency the same and yep. I'm going to adjust volume. Ooh, so you kind of keep, fun one. you kind of keep your workouts structured the same. You keep your days structured the same, but if you're working out for 45 minutes and maybe you're doing, you know, five exercises, three sets each or something just for arbitrary. Um, all right, PT. Yeah. hello, West arm. Um, So now maybe you increase that and you add a couple exercises or you add another set to each exercise. So you do four sets instead of three or Mm. you add a couple extra exercises. And now maybe not that time is necessarily an indication because you could just be sitting around between sets or whatever. But now because you add a couple exercises, you add a couple sets. Now we're working out for an hour, hour, 15 minutes instead of 45 minutes. So we're still coming four days a
0: week. Intensity is still relatively the same. We just increase our volume a little bit. Another thing with uh, that one could be changing rest time and manipulating how long you are resting in between sets as well. So maybe time is still an important factor for you where you only have 45 minutes, but you want to increase volume uh, within your workout, then bringing down your rest time and being more efficient during your workouts can also lead to that as well.
1: And that that one would kind of increase both volume and intensity yeah so you would you know you could you get away with depending on how crazy you're going yeah um and depending on what your current frequency is so like if for with our four day example you can kind of get away with adjusting some without really taking much away from another yeah if you're already doing like a high frequency like you're coming five six seven days a week and you do that to where it's going to increase your volume and your intensity, then you're probably going to want to cut back uh, the frequency a little bit and take yeah. a day or something off. But if you're doing four days a week, you can obviously yeah, do four No problem. So um, yeah, those, those are really your options there. I mean, intensity, easy way to increase that is what Tyler was just saying, where you cut down your rest period. So you're working more, your heart rate's not going to come down as much between sets. There's not going to be as much time to recover between sets. So the relative intensity is going to stay high, obviously just increasing weight is another way to increase the intensity or just, you know, the, I guess the difficulty of exercises, you can also, you know, if you're doing a lot of machine stuff, if you move into a lot more free weight stuff or you move in to more compound exercises versus a lot of isolation exercises, the
0: intensity is going to come up there as well. So, um, I would also argue, um, in terms of like an intensity factor, obviously it can go multiple different ways. Like you were just saying, but if you're somebody who's been stuck on the same thing of like, I've been using 10 pounds for this one exercise for the last year, like and you're doing 10 reps on it, increasing weight and decreasing reps is a, a way to change intensity still. Like it may not seem like it, but the fact that we're increasing the weight is changing the intensity and the stress that we're putting on the body. Which is then going to give us that adaptation stimulus that we're looking for. That's one of the easiest tips that I've given to so many people over the last four and a half years is simply just changing your rep sets and rep structure and adjusting your weight accordingly. Uh great person I can think of an example would be um Big Scotty Scotty Scott Oh Scott yeah Scotty. I know if you Scott Caitlin No Scotty That's the, the okay. Yeah, Scotty. B ball Scott. Scotty too hard. He lefty sniper. Just an yeah. absolute. Like, yo. I gave that tip to him probably two years ago and, like, just watched him completely change, you know, w- when he did it. Like, making those types. And those are some of the simplest adjustments that you can make Um, because you're not really doing that much. Like, it, it's very, very easy to, to make that change. Yeah. So,
1: intensity is really just going to mean you know, how close we are to maximal effort. So from a cardio standpoint, how close are we getting to our max heart rate? So if we're at 60% and we when we start working at 70%, that's more intense. From a strength perspective, like we talked about earlier with this preliminary chart and our and our max, I you know how much we can lift. If we're doing like Tyler said, 10 reps and then we drop down to five and increase the weight, our weight's moving closer to our max effort. It's moving closer to our uh, it's it's heavier weight because we're dropping the reps and it's moving closer to our max intensity. So percentage of, you know, max heart rate or max weight we can lift is really what we're talking about with intensity. Yeah. So both of those can obviously be adjusted. So, um, boom. So th- those are really the main three. If you're, again, if you're not making progress, most people ignore, the big picture mm-hmm. they, they ignore the macro to look at the micro like everybody wants oh i need something needs to change with my workouts something i need to do different exercises i need to do more i need to i need to work harder that's like everybody walks right past like the easiest or most important things to fix to like really drill into some of these things that matter but they don't matter if the big picture is not there so mm-hmm. again first and foremost be honest with yourself, be, um, you know, be realistic with yourself and, and take a, take a good look in the mirror of, have I been actually consistent? Like, look at a look, you can, I think you can go in the app and it'll show you how many times you've been. I th- yeah, I think so. maybe, but if you don't know, ask us, we'll tell you, <laughs> we can tell you how many times you've been here. Look yeah. at your, my zone. If you have it, how many workouts have you logged in the past month or two? So look at a calendar, not just like, yeah, you know, I feel like I've been pretty consistent. No, nah, you got to take inventory. Like, actually, let's be honest with ourselves. How many workouts have I done? But not only how many have I done, like how many have I done per week? Mm-hmm. You know, because again, you could, you could uh, two weeks straight every day. There's 14 workouts and then you don't come for two weeks. Yeah. So you got 14 workouts in a month, which really cool. is pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, but cool. when you actually look at it, that it was two weeks hard and then two Very weeks sprig- and nothing, and... that's not consistency. No. So how consistent have I been on a weekly basis with actually working out? How accurate and consistent have I been with my nutrition? And we've talked about this on one of our whiteboard videos. We've oh talked about this on all the podcast. Most people, if you're not actually tracking your calories and your grams of protein, carbs, and fats, you're probably nowhere near where you think you are. Most people think they're eating 90% clean and they're not even close. Nope. So- be honest with yourself there, actually dig in. How many times a week are we, you know, we might, we might plan or or have one, you know, meal a week. That's kind of whatever, but then throughout the week it's, it's like a handful of this, it's grabbing that. It's all, let me just do a little bit of this or I'm going to do a little bit of dessert after dinner whatever. But all these things are more than enough to get us off track and to put us over the threshold of, you know, being in a, in a calorie range that's going to produce a result. So yeah. Really dig in on that nutrition side of things. If you're if you're eating out or eating pizza or, or fast food or whatever Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you, you you pretty much have no shot at making progress. So um you gotta you gotta clean that up and you gotta be honest with yourself about that stuff. If you crush it Monday through Thursday and then it's just a wild west all weekend, yeah, not gonna work. No. So um take a look at all that stuff first. And then again, you know, roll through some of these changes we walked through. Either if if you're doing all that perfectly, um, which if you think you are, let us know so we can check your work, because you're probably not if you're not making progress.
0: But if you are, and that's an accountability thing. That's not us yeah. calling you out. That's an accountability <laughs> thing. Well, maybe uh, it's just a little bit of calling out. A little right? bit of bit. If you're doing that and you're, and
1: everything's good, then yeah, you know, go through some of these changes we talked about today. Adjust your frequency. If you can't adjust your frequency or don't want to adjust your frequency or or your frequency doesn't need adjusted, adjust the volume, adjust the intensity, adjust the amount of weight you're working with, adjust the, you know, the heart rate ranges you're working at. And one of those things, uh, should get the ball rolling for you. So obviously we could, you know, do a whole nother episode about changes you can make with nutrition if you're not making progress, but, um, just come to the nutrition okay. groups. Come to the nutrition groups, and we can just do another episode on that.
0: Yeah. Um. Anything else to add about these things? Uh, I mean, really, the only I ha- I just have this analogy that's going in my head, which is like a flat tire means nothing if the engine doesn't work. Damn. Like, you got to look at the big picture, not the little things. Like, if your engine doesn't work, like a flat tire means absolutely nothing. You're not driving no matter what. Like, so don't ignore that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's not. Um it's not complicated. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, it's not like this big mystery thing. Like, yeah, everybody's different. And there, you know, there are some very, very special circumstances, but for the most part, your circumstances aren't special. You just need to, you know, it is an exact science. You know, it's not, you don't, you don't have to guess all you have to do to, to, to make progress is lift some weights, move and eat right. You know, if you do that, consistently for a long period of time as we've said over and over and over again you will get results mm-hmm. so if you're not it's not because like something's wrong it's just you're not doing that yeah you know? so um hop on that and, and you'll be you'll be rolling but um i guess the other thing we could throw in there it's probably not as important as you know it's it's definitely more important mentally if that's what's being the barrier for you um is just changing exercise selection yeah so it's not you know, it's not as important as you might think. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say that's an overrated. Um, It's good it's, if you're doing a total body style workout. Yeah. It's definitely really important. Yeah, for sure. But like sometimes people like, oh. Muscle confusion. Like I'm doing, I've been doing easy bar curls. So now I'm going to do like straight bar curls. And it's like, <laughs> all right. Ain't that different. Like, cool. If you want to do that, there's nothing wrong with that. No. But you're, it's not like your biceps are like, all right we're using a straight bar now so i'm gonna they just know that they're contracting yeah and extending like that's all your muscles know so picking up a different like oh i'm gonna you know i'm gonna pick up this black bar this time instead of like a silver one yeah. like your, it, your body your muscle doesn't know what's going on it just knows how hard it's working so yeah. minor tweaks and exercise selection really not that important what's more important is making sure that you're exercises you're doing are well-rounded mm. you're using you're, you're hitting all the movement patterns you're using all the muscle groups you're not just focusing on this you know you know not neglecting certain muscle groups by doing the same exercises all the time yeah so exercise selection in varieties it, it can be useful mentally like if if the thing that gets you off track is you're getting bored of doing the same thing all the time it can be a benefit Or like I said, in that total body situation, you're going to want to be always switching up exercises to make sure you're hitting all these different muscle groups and all these different movement patterns so that you don't have a weak link, which could cause an injury or or whatever it might be. So it is important for those kind of perspectives. But, you know, if you're like I said, if you're if you're switching from, you know, a, a dumbbell curl to a seated dumbbell curl right all right and you know yeah. like probably not going to be the reason you're you're not making progress yeah. but it's something you could do there's nothing yeah. wrong with it but it's not gonna you know that's not going to be the missing link yeah. You know, yeah by any stretch so the other three volume intensity frequency are going to be a lot more important but exercise selection is is also um an option and that can be a way to increase the intensity as well mm-hmm. so again like we talked about with Isolation versus compound exercises, even from a conditioning cardio perspective, if you've just been cruising on the elliptical, you know, by by selecting a different exercise and going to the rower or the skier or the assault bike or the step mill, you're going to increase your intensity through changing the exercise. So it's you could just increase your intensity on the elliptical, or you could change the exercise and by doing that, it'll naturally increase the intensity. So um, kind of goes hand in hand with some of the other ones, but it's, it's also an option as well as to just switch up, you know, the style of workout you're doing or the exercises that you're doing in that workout, which will most likely change the intensity. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. I think that's it guys. Live from the project one studios here, another episode we're, tr- we're trying to, you know, we're trying to keep them coming. I want to come back. You know, when we, when we have topics, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to do them just to do them. You know, if we if we feel like we got something good to talk about, something that's helpful, pattern that we're seeing with people, you know, something that we feel like could could be useful, you know, we're gonna we're gonna try to figure out a way to sit down and crank it out. So, um, again, if you haven't, it's probably a good idea to go listen to last week's episode before or after this one. Yeah, you stack these two episodes together, you should be should have a lot to think about. You should have a lot to oh, analyze. Yeah. You should have a lot to to question, you know, where you're at with it. Um, And, you know, hopefully you're in a good spot with all of it. You're making great progress because we have a lot of people, a lot of people with some good scans, you know, and six-week challenges as well as, you know, people that have been sticking around for a while. So, hey, keep it up. Uh, shout out, again, Project One if you haven't tried it yet some really good supplements. Delicious. Oh yeah. Really good. good. Really tasty protein. Real good. Uh, pre-workouts have been good. There's some caffeined up ones. There's non-caffeine amp nox, which is a great pre-workout for the pump and, uh, and Brax good thermogenic fat burning drink. Uh, creatine definitely mm, must have. Oh yeah. Um, try them out. If you haven't, we've been using it. We've been loving it. Oh yeah. Uh, it's been, it's been, uh, it uh, it was a good little um second win in meat season. I would say. I, I yeah, I would you agree. Know, we were a couple months agree. into meat season. Not that we we're not that I was over it by any stretch. But nah. then we we brought Project One in there beginning of January and just getting back on some some quality sups. Yeah, good. Uh, they look cool. Yeah, that too. You know, they look cool. They look so. good. Just just felt just felt right. You know, and, and it right. uh, gave us a nice little boost here to finish out meat season. For sure. And, and, and Brax is going to be a big part of uh, <laughs> a big part of the cut season, trimming it back up here uh, so that I can turn my body to hit a golf ball. That's is right. It's really what's most important here. So I uh, appreciate you listening. If you haven't, or if you don't make sure you are subscribed in some form or fashion, whether that be on YouTube, whether that be on Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever, throw a like, yeah. You know, throw a like yeah. on an episode, yeah. maybe leave yeah. a comment on an episode, maybe leave a review on, I don't know if you can review like channels on YouTube, but I know you can review on, uh, you know, Apple or Spotify or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. If you feel like doing that, let us know. We put a post up in the members groups as well about, um, giving us some questions for some future episodes. So if you have any hey. questions about nutrition, there's something we talked about last week or this week that you're. You, hey can you explain that a little bit differently or tell me more about that or something you know leave us a question there if you uh you know have questions about nutrition recovery anything Mm. hop on that link just put in your put in your info put in your question and be good to go that's it and uh, other than that we'll see you guys next time
0: see you